Well, hello and good day and welcome to episode 21 of the Hot Toy Cast, the Exploring in College episode of the mo our most esteemed podcast, discussing all things high-end action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow Collectibles, and many more. My name is Eamon O'Donoghue, and with me today are... Jeff Parker, also known as Wookster on various collecting boards. And Michael Crawford, known as, well, gee whiz, Michael Crawford on all the boards I'll at least admit to going to. <laughs> at least admit <laughs> going to. <laughs> okay, today, now, we've got uh, we've got a lot of figures to cover today, because we've obviously been away for a few weeks. We've all been very busy individuals, so we've got a lot of figures to cover today. But I just, as it's opening weekend of a big comic book event, merchandising event, let's just, just and, and literally... Jeff, yourself, you've just seen it literally two hours ago. I did indeed. Took, the, took my uh, eldest daughter and went to Raging Ultron, and uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers, obviously. I, won't, I wouldn't be that uh, crass. But um, suffice to say, I enjoyed it. I, I, I personally didn't think it was as good as the first one, but it was, it was an enjoyable romp. An enjoyable romp. Now, one of the reasons we're going to talk about the, a little bit of Age of Ultron, not much now, because you know, it's not, uh, it's not, we haven't got actually get into figures yet, but one of the reasons we're going to talk about Age of Ultron today is the fact that eight Pretty much, we've seen all of the figures coming out from the line, in including probably the most expensive hot toy ever made, the Hulkbuster, yeah. which is uh, <laughs> weighing in at a crazy price. Like, what, what, what price is the Hulkbuster, Mike? What isn't it about eight hundred bucks? <laughs> mind you, mind you. Having said that, I can't remember the name of the company that made it. Um, I, I think you mentioned something about it on Facebook, Eamon. Who is that company that's making the one with all the remote control effects, where it all kind of opens up and you oh, can? Oh, uh, Comic Cave, I believe they're. Comic Cave. That's the one. That's the one. That was incredible. Yeah, they had it a premiere for those who haven't seen. There's a YouTube video out there. Look it up. Comic Cave Hulkbuster. And basically, for uh, they've made this one-quarter <laughs> one scale Hulkbuster. So that gives you some idea how big this thing's like, three, four foot tall. And uh, it's fully um, automated, as in the whole thing opens up and reveals Tony Stark, Iron Man in the middle, and it goes doo -doo 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 -doo. the full, yeah, very... full whack, and it's like, oh boys, oh boys, oh boys. Now, one of the things right off the back there, I was thinking when I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, cool. Uh, I can't imagine this will, this will be in a price bracket that any reasonable human can afford. So unless yeah. you're living in Beverly Hills, or you know. Uh, Qatar or, you know, uh, one of the Emirates countries, <laughs> I can't imagine who's, who, who would feel justified spending what probably will be probably about a grand for this figure, I'd imagine. I would have thought at least, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know, but... Who's, who's I mean, who's, who's going to buy this? I think it's great that we're getting these crazily, uh, you know, inventive figures, but I just wonder, is there a market there for it? I mean, what do you think, Mike? Well, they probably don't have to sell too many of them, so you know they can they can they can. Uh, Hulkbuster's got to be marked up. I mean, let's face it, at eight hundred dollars, that's one hell of a price tag. So you know they're not expecting to spend sell five or ten thousand of them. So mm. um, you know the market doesn't have to be as large. But of course, the interesting thing there is that you know as people's expenditure changes and the fact that there will be fewer of them out there almost certainly. That secondary market potentially in a few years from now is just going to be absolutely freaking mental. It's, 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 a, it's a very interesting time for these kinds of figures. Yeah. With, with them injecting technology and stuff into it now. I mean, it's, it's getting crazy. I can imagine in 20 years' time we'll have like walking around Hulkbuster figures and walking around Iron Man yeah. figures with I mean, little think, dudes and everything that can yeah. wave at you. Way. You, you, think, you think back to, you know, before 2008, before everything went a bit pear shaped for the economy, people, people were buying Hicks for $1,000. You know, because they want they wanted him that much. So yeah, know. there were some insane secondary market yeah. prices. Yeah, which yeah. is the so, reason we're seeing the the you know suggested retail price dry, jump so much. Yeah. Right? Hot Toys wasn't interested in leaving all that money on the table. 
right. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, because it's and, and, and to kind of carry on from that, it's like Hot Toys have done the what, what we've never, as far as I'm aware, I am open to a correction here, but Hot Toys have never ever released a figure of a movie before the actual movie release date. And with with Age of Ultron, we already have Captain America and the Mark Forty Two repaint. It's a Mark 42, right? That red one? Or is it Mark 45, yeah. that red one? I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's Mark 42. Yeah. Oh, it's the Mark 43. The Mark 42. It's Mark 43. It's the red version of the gold one from Iron Man 3. Right. So, yeah, it's yeah. essentially the same thing. It's essentially the exact same figure, but with a base and a part of an Ultron and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very nice. You know, well, I, I, I love it. Yeah. But I, I also think that a lot of this is down to the fact that we're getting a lot of repeat characters where, where costume variations are kind of... You know, important. You know, from a merchandising angle, but minimal to the fans. You know, you'll think, oh, I'll just live with this Captain America, or I'll just live with this, whatever it is. Um, but having seen it today, there obviously are, there are a few extras that I think are going to be that they've been holding back on revealing. So I think there's you know, there, there is some extra stuff coming out, and I think they've just hit us early with the ones that they're kind of thinking. You know, are these ones going to sell as well? It's a bit like. Um, when they did Watchmen, and it obviously didn't go well for them, and, and they kind of hit us with some of the characters that we didn't want quite so much, yeah. and uh, and they kind of held back, and then that kind of ruined the whole kind of shebang. But um, but no, yeah, I am a little worried. I just complained about this when I re reviewed Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because you know here you, yeah here you've got here you've got a situation where you know Guardians of the Galaxy was a surprise hit. Nobody was doing it much about it in advance because everybody thought it would be a talking raccoon and a ambulatory tree and nobody yeah. was going to go for it and and so you didn't see a lot of merchandise up front it was a huge massive hit you know easily the biggest marvel movie of last year yeah. and then what have we got so far in our actual hot little mitts we've gotten star lord and gamora out mm -hmm. of the main five plus what you could you know you could argue there were two solid villains that they could be doing when they're only doing one and and you know we don't even have drax up for pre-order no, um, I think there's an issue with his likeness or something there. And there? yeah, there's something going on there. And we have Thanos up for pre-order, but no Ronin. So then we get into Age of Ultron, and we're seeing them hit it hard, like you said, Eamon. We're seeing for the first time figures before the movie, but what we're seeing is freaking repeats. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Another Captain America, another Hulk, another Hawkeye, another you know what, two or three Iron Men, another War Machine. So you're really only getting right now Ultron and that. Which you could argue is maybe you know you know the Mark beat up Mark One, which is whether it's a Iron Man version or an Ultron version is kind of up for debate, since it's sort of both. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but but you, so you're seeing them. It seems like instead of focusing on new characters, they're super focused on repeating the same characters to maximize that profit. And I'm just concerned that that's you know I don't want them to go down that road. I, I just think that's it's trouble. Now, yeah. what what really alarmed me, and it's a bit of a kerfuffle as well. You know me, I like bringing my kerfuffles to the show. What alarms me is how instantly overnight, like Captain America Winter Soldier's price dropped. My friend Dan got Captain America Winter Soldier, couldn't sell it for the love of God. Had it to sell it for really? like 130 quid, because this new Captain America was out, and this new Captain America, much to my annoyance came with the head sculpt that you got with the two-pack. Mm -hmm. right. And I was like, oh, okay, so I did end up buying that head, actually. It's, it's really nice. It's a lovely head sculpt, but it's the same head sculpt you're getting with a slightly different change in the eyes, I think, on the, the Age of Ultron Captain America, which is, a, from all accounts, an awesome Captain America because he's super posable, whereas Winter Soldier was a little limited on, on, on that aspect. But it's just, you know, it, how would that really... Like, your, your Captain America... 
Which is not to say that I'm always considering how much something is worth, but when you're when when you have a limited budget, you are worried about you know you want to exchange your figures. I'm, I I can't imagine I'm the only one around who, mm. you know, will, will update your figures. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll sell on my Winter Soldier, or my even my previous Avengers Captain America to fund the new one. And then it's just like, oh my god, but the price is completely bottomed out. Winter Soldier, Captain America, which is like, Jesus. I mean. You know, my friend lost like you know, 50, 60 quid on 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 this. He had he had to take a couple of because he wanted this new one. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, and you see them now on Zavi and online websites. Black Widow dropped down to 125 quid. Yeah. You know, and and she was like 160 when she first came out. Yeah, it's one of those weird things though. Where I mean, this has been discussed a lot, and uh, I know Mike said, and I've said in my reviews as well, is that you know this is not an investor's market. Sometimes you hit pay dirt and you get lucky. Um, but on the whole, you know, you kind of need to be in it for the love of it, and you need to be collecting these things so you want them. However, the fact that these prices are going forever and ever and ever up, um, and, and if, as you say, you know, people are using uh, uh, the secondary market to finance, you know, moving on to, 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 to propping up hot toys, in effect, to keeping the company going, you know, it, it's, it's a vicious circle, and it, eventually, you know, it's going to end up biting itself on the arse, and from what you're saying now, it sounds like we're kind of in that situation now. Yeah, right, because people, at what point are people going to stop buying the current version up front? Because they're afraid, yeah. well, then the next, you know, the next one's going to be better, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, as, and, and these characters, you know, you'd be crazy. You might, you might say, well, maybe there won't be another Hawkeye. But if you think there's not going to be another Captain America, it, you know, you know, they're going to release another one. So, yeah. so do you wait for that one now? Because you've seen them go through three or four iterations and they just keep getting better. Not, not to mention the fact that you know we we like we have a new one coming out in, in Civil War. Now, one of the interesting things that I've been reading on the Facebook groups is one of the lads said that um, uh, suggested that you know this Age of Ultron movie, while awesome, will be you know slightly kicked to the curb a little bit because people will remember the first one more and maybe yeah. remember the last one more, and therefore, potentially, if you want, like the argument is, is like, what do I keep my original Avengers set? Because mm -hmm. I think they look bold and iconic, even though I know there's a better Thor. I know there's maybe, arguably, a better Black Widow. Oh, there's I... definitely a better Black Widow. When you yeah. hold the three, when you put the three that they've released, you know, side yeah. by side, yeah, this, the likeness has just gotten better and oh. better. But yeah, that's was... across the board, right? Uh, yeah. That even yeah. back then, the Hot Toys likenesses, even if you look at the Tony Stark Iron Man, and I mean, there's, it's almost night and day if you just go back a few years. Yeah, yeah it is, and it's funny because it's like I think Hot, uh, Black Widow and likewise Thor are two characters that really stand out as showing this real rapid progress they've made in the quality of paint and uh, and kind of the finished product. That you know, you see, you look at that very first Black Widow, and you look at the first Thor. Yeah. Uh, and th at the time they came out, they were cracking figures. I mean, the first Thor's really cool still because he's the only guy with the one that came with the helmet. Yeah. But at the same time, they really are the. I think they're really good kind of like you know catalysts of seeing exactly how much they have changed in that really short period of time um, as to the quality. Well, yeah, I, I was shocked when I looked at the three Black Widows side by side. It really is a, a yeah. Amazing. Do you, think the, do you think the Avengers Black Widow, the original Avengers Black Widow, is is is? I still quite like her though. Yeah, I like her because I like the hairstyle too a little better yeah. than the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the thing. I I I quite I'm a bit unsure there, but I just thought it was I thought it was a relevant conversation to code the first to have a discussion because it seems to be yeah. the hot topic at the moment. But it, there's a lot of things to consider there. Will this Avengers Age of Ultron movie? Will this be the definitive? You know, you kind of want to have your definitive Avengers set, you know, and you. you it's it's just it's a it's a, it's a bit of a minefield, isn't it? You kind of like, mm, mm. do I sell my mm. new ones for these better ones? I know these better ones look better, but look so iconic because it's the first Avengers. 
It's a conversation we'll probably continue on when we actually start getting some of the figures in, and I'm sure we might, we might have one or two of them in by the, by the next recording. So, we yeah. shall get on with, the, with our regular show. We will get on now with some reviews then, chaps. So, I think everyone is kind of... Uh, I think uh, we're going to discuss... Uh, we've got Hoth, Han Solo. we got... Uh, we got RoboCop, we got Gamora, we've got quite a few. We got Ichabod Crane, we got some Stormtroopers on the way. So, I'll throw it up there, lads. Which one should we discuss first? Han and Solo. Han. Should we go for Han yeah. Solo on the Tauntaun? Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, you're the only one who has this one. Yeah, hey, all right, I'll talk about. It. Well, we got that. Yeah. You know, we've got a, a lot of Hoth goodness coming out of sideshow this last month because we got the the Han Solo, we got the Luke Skywalker, and we got the Tauntaun. So, um, it was a nice trio the, to build your display. Um, it, you know, it's been really popular since, particularly since Drake, uh, to bash on Sideshow. Uh, they did such an awful job with Drake that it, it yeah. really affected uh, a lot of people's opinions of their ability. Um, and to the point where I think they've they've ended up getting a lot of flack over the last three months or so that really isn't fully justified. Uh, you know, I thought Snake Pluskin was a good example. It was a head sculpt and a paint job that was much better than a lot of the hyperbole I saw out there. Uh, it, the costume and the figure itself didn't. It still sucked. The costume and the accessories were terrible for for what we expect. But it wasn't a sculpting problem. Um, and and I'm seeing a lot of both the Hoth Han, Hoth Han and the Hoth Luke take a lot of flack that I don't think they deserve. They are excellent mm -hmm. sculpts. As a matter of fact, I think the Han is the best Han we've gotten in sixth scale. Um, yeah. He's he's a really good looking uh, sculpt as well as a as a really good paint job. Now you can argue they still need to go a little further to get quite to the level of the the paint of the best uh, hot toys work. You know it seems like we forget sometimes. We're going to be talking about Ichabod here in a little while. We seem to forget mm. sometimes that not every hot toys figure knocks it out of the park when it comes to the to the paint job uh, and that lifelike realism. But that they they still have a little ways to go, but that Hoth, the Hoth Han well, that's hard to say three times <laughs> and uh, the Hoth Luke are both really excellent figures. The costumes are great too, and and both of them when you get them they they come with the extra head sculpts, right? So you've got the 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 unhooded Han sculpt All that right. you can that you can kit bash your own Bespin or put it on one of the other earlier Bespin like the Sideshow Bespin that we got a few years ago, and it's a much improved look. Um, also on top of that, underneath the outer, you know, heavy jacket is the Bespin jacket as well. So, um, you know, you can take it off this figure and put it on another one, and get a pretty easy kit bash to get yourself a good-looking Bespin Han as well. Yeah. What's what's a Tauntaun like? Well, you know, the Tauntaun is a big resin statue. <laughs> is that what it is? I thought, yeah, he's not articulated parts? at all. He's like the Dubak, or you know, he's a big ass resin, heavy. You know, crush a, an animal skull with this thing, kind of kind yeah. of beast. But uh, they've given you two heads, so that uh, that that are it's joined at the neck. In person, the neck you can actually see the the seam a bit more than I like. They could have done a better job hiding it in the sculpted fur. But the two heads swap out, so you can get two different expressions. Um, and then the horns swap out, so you can have either the regular horns or the broken horn that that yeah. Luke had. He also comes with a couple different packs for the for the saddle so that you can either go with a Luke uh, look or a Han look with the saddle. Yeah. And he does when you put a when you put Han or Luke on his back, he looks fantastic. He really is yeah. very impressive on the shelf, you know. It makes for a great display. You add him in with the, you know, the Snowtrooper and the the probe droid and you can you really can start putting together a really nice Hoth display. Yeah, yeah, the probe droid would be great with that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that'd be quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be very nice. 
I take it there are no Wampa plans, though. I haven't seen any plans for a while. You know, I haven't heard any Wampa <laughs> plans, and we really need a Wampa. We'll see how well Chewie comes out. Let's see how hot Thoys does with all that fur. Yeah. Well, we, we, we were not far away from Chewie, though. We should have Chewie pretty soon. Yeah. Chewie and Hub pretty soon, the two packs, which, oddly enough, you could only buy the two pack from Sideshow Collectibles. You couldn't really buy, you had to buy them, in, if, you, if you wanted to buy them from outside Sideshow Collectibles, you had to buy them separately, which was really in, uncost effective. Is that a word? Uncost effective? I'm going to go with it. Uncost effective. And, uh, yeah, so that, that, that was a bit puzzling. That we can it could also get... <laughs> it's also called ripoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another it, term for it. I mean, it really was. It's way more expensive to buy the two Han and Shui separately from abroad, from like China or whatever. It's way more expensive, and you are better off going to sideshow collectibles for buying this. Yeah, you will get you will get stung for FedEx. I tell you this now, everyone living in Europe, you are guaranteed to get stung with import fees because it's FedEx. They always ship FedEx. And that's great because you can really track your item and it's great and secure, but you will get stung. And it's usually about 30 to 60 bar. So be prepared for that. But that still works out cheaper. That still works out cheaper. Isn't there a thing called the Monopolies Commission to stop this sort of thing? (laughs) (laughs) I I wish. Not in toys. I, I think I think the quality. I, I there's something about the sideshow figures I do like. Even the Snake Pliskin. There's something kind of action figurey about them. Well, the bodies have gotten better too. These these ones, you know, these are on that Prometheus body, and it's tight. Right. You know, for years they had trouble with getting it. It was too loose. It was too floppy. And again, recent releases like Captain Rex and some of the other clone troopers have been much better. But these guys are absolutely perfect. There's no there's no looseness to them whatsoever. Cool. And, yeah. and 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 Luke, you feel that Luke is a pretty good one as well because you get do you get two face cups with Luke as well. Uh, well, actually, you get three if you get the exclusive because you've also got the exclusive has the um, damaged Wampa scarred head yeah. cool. with, the, with the, the damaged scarred helmet on. So now I did try. We'll talk about the stormtroopers, the hot toys stormtroopers in a bit. Yep. But I did try popping the Luke head, the the unhelmeted Luke head. I thought, oh, this oh, would yeah. be great. Stick it on the short stormtrooper. Nah, the heads. It it fits on all right, but you, the head's a little too small for the bulky armor. <laughs> oh, oh really? Right. Quite okay. Right. Well, it's funny when they first released, you know, pictures of the two stormtroopers. I was so sure we were going to get heads, you know, Luke and Han heads, because the, the you know the size. Uh, Size is right. Was, yeah, was so you know it was so obvious, and the fact it came with a mouse droid, nevertheless, that's the clue. But no, it just uh, just didn't happen. Obviously, they want us to uh, be swapping heads out in the future. No, it's it, it's very interesting how this license is being split up now again because it's like, I you you know we we had, we heard nothing from sideshow for ages on the Star Wars line, and then boom, all of a sudden we get a beautiful Han, we get a bunch of stormtroopers out like super quick, mm-hmm. and then we get Han and Chewie coming along, and now we still have sideshow playing. So I'm just wondering how they're. How the deal went down. Yeah, it'll between... be interesting to see how they split it up, and I certainly hope. See, we, you know, we get back to this idea of what we were talking about with uh, Age of Ultron. I hope we don't see um, Hot Toys fall into 50 million versions of clones and stormtroopers. And you know, here's and I want a really good Han, but I don't really want five Hans, and yeah. I don't really want four Leias and three. You know what I mean? I'd like some. I'd like Greedo. I'd like you know. I'd like a really nice Boba Fett and a really nice Jango Fett and. I, I'm hoping they spread it out and don't turn into the same sort of thing they've done with the Marvel line. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, though, that they, um, I mean, it's a no-brainer that they're going to do Boba Fett at one six kind of eventually. But I was quite surprised that they they hit us quite so quickly with the one-quarter scale Boba Fett, yeah. which, um, which looks amazing. And of course, yeah, that you know, looks amazing, that does. Anybody that isn't a quarter scale, you know, is it's you know it's one of those must-haves. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought, you know, I thought they'd probably hit us with a one six first and then a, and follow it up, but um, you know. Well, that's a nicely segue into our stormtroopers. Then I can feel Mike there wanting to 
to talk about. Well, that is a good two-pack. Like you were just saying about, you know, buying the uh, the, the two-pack of Han and Chewy being cheaper from Sideshow. You know, if you buy the, one of the things, that, you know, I've been complaining about religiously for way too long now is how expensive these have gotten to be. And if you look at the single Stormtrooper from Hot Toys, which they are beautiful figures, i got to tell you, if you, if you, even if you have all of the Sideshow ones, these ones yeah. with the high gloss plastic, you know, is it is it looks fantastic. The the helmet sculpt and paint detail, you know, in photos, it's even in macro photos, it's hard to tell the difference between that helmet and a one to one scale helmet. It just it yeah. looks fantastic. So, yeah, and again, when you put it on top of a true type body, they they really do have that natural flow that that you don't get with too many other bodies. So yeah. while it's a great figure for two hundred bucks, you're getting a stormtrooper. With seven hands, you know, three and a half sets all together, the same ones, pretty standard hands, two blasters, and a stand. You know, you just, you're, and considering the reuse, right? We've already, this is what, four troopers now? Yep. Yeah. 200 bucks. I, I, when we get to Gamora, that's the other thing I complained about with Gamora, you're not really getting a whole lot for your money. Now, the two pack, thank God, for 400 bucks. You get two more accessories. You get the other two blasters. And you get the long um, rifle, don't you? And the you mouse, get the long yeah. rifle. Uh, and the mouse droid. You get the long rifle and the mouse droid. So that that helps somewhat. And then if you get the sideshow one, which was also 400 bucks, you get the blaster rack. So you got the little, yeah. you know, gun oh, rack. Oh, right. I was wondering what the blaster rack was on your on, on your uh, thingy, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so, at, so at 400 bucks for the two of them, finally you're actually starting to get where you're getting some money for it. Uh, but boy, I, I would hate to buy the singles. They're really expensive. But they're beautiful mm-hmm. figures. I, I, you know, you put two of these next to Vader in a display, and <laughs> they will. Yeah, I, I, I actually yeah. have not seen the stormtroopers in the flesh myself, and I am dying to see them. And I, and I fear yeah. if I see them, I'll want them. I'm kind of <laughs> of the opinion that what's st- <laughs> I love Star Wars as much as the next man, but I'm not what you call the die-hardest fan. I love, 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 yeah. love, 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 love Star Wars, but it's so kind of readily available that you kind of like you just become a bit immune to the, you getting excited about Star Wars product and mm-hmm. uh, I, I figure like well I, 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 I want Han and Chewie and I, I figure that's kind of the all, all the Star Wars you kind of need in your Hot Toys display but my god the Stormtroopers are really nice and they're so iconic and they're so re- they're white they're pure white and like you said the plastic on these looks beautiful the material yeah that I mean, super high gloss finish really looks good how, yeah. do, how how the, and the the articulation is pretty neat in it as well. I mean, how well does he sit down? Yeah, it's better on the tall version than the short. You know, the armor's a little jammed up on the short version. If you notice in photos that the short version, I think most of the the the, the height is in the chest, and even though some of it's in the legs too. Because if you'll notice, the the chest armor comes down further over the the uh, the control panel sort of armor around yeah. his waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which so it so it tightens him up a bit, you know. His hands will pop off, or his feet will pop off a little more often when you're trying to get some deeper stances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so the tall one, it it, it works better. Um, but yeah, it's the usual true type articulation. It's not nearly yeah. as restricted as you might expect from all that armor. Now the big question, of course, and I probably know the answer just already myself, given what I've read. You get a uh, you get a short and a tall one, so the obvious conclusion is okay, cool. So we get our uh, we can we can get our Bespin Hot Toys Luke and use that head. Will that head work on this? Uh, well, strictly, you know, try. well, strictly you speaking, it won't though, will it? Because um, because you know Bespin, it's 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 after the it's it's after the car crash. It's after the one attack. Yeah, it's, it's after the like, scar. 
So, um, so really, his face had changed quite a bit. So, you know, we need them to do a, 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 a you know, a farm boy tattooing Luke. Yeah, that's why I was really hoping the the Hoth uh, Luke would work, because then you'd have a Hoth yeah. Luke of Han. The Han might work a little better. I didn't pull that one out. I just pulled out the Luke. Uh, the problem with the Luke, like I said, the neck, it, the post is so it fits okay, but visually the the neck is real thick. Yeah, but that you uh, kind of would expect that with two with different the... manufacturers anyway. But yeah. I'm, so what I'm on about quite... is like using a Hot Toys head on a Hot on a Hot Toys Stormtrooper, and I'm worried. I'm wondering, will the Hot Toys Han Solo that's coming out in a few months, will that will we be able to pop the head off him and put it on one of these guys on the tall? Wouldn't one? it be great if they gave us the second head sculpt as you know an accessory? Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. Well, that 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 would have been nice. What we you got the second head sculpt with the stormtroopers or with Han? No, with Han. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Why would you need to get a second head sculpt with Han? To put on the troopers and then to drive the tro- sales of the troopers. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but, but will 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 the neck joints? Do you think? What's what's the neck joint like? Because you know the way it's, the, it's hot toys, they can they can they can vary. You can have the neck. And then a separate head that's joined onto the neck, or then you can have the whole head and neck that's one piece. Yeah, this would be a, the standard head that's separate, because the neck is all, you know, the double jointed neck. Okay, cool. So in theory, we might be able to. Yeah. In theory, all right. Well, that would be. Yeah, because it's just a helmet so. that's popped down there. It would yeah. be bad form if Hot Toys didn't include that. And hopefully, we will get a. It looks like they're doing a New Hope because we got Vader from a New Hope, we got Han and Chewie from a New Hope. And what what uh, what's, the, what, uh, what's the packaging on these? What's the packaging? And we've seen this? Leia, right? We've seen uh, Star Wars in these. That doesn't the photo of Leia in the in the uh, oh, it was floating around out there on Facebook last week. Uh, oh, really? Celebration. They had a they had a picture of Leia from the back in oh, the in the white outfit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it stands to reason that we, we get a look. So we can hope and hope. Cross our fingers that there's some forward thinking here, and that we should be able to pop the Hot Toys heads nice. on the Hot Toys Stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah, it's got to happen eventually. I mean, there's going to be there's got to be some combination of head. The, f- the whole fact they've done the two different heights. I mean, I know yes, we had lots of different different heighted Stormtroopers, uh, but at the same time, yeah, it's it's got to happen eventually. It's just got to. Happen. All right. Okay. Okay. Right then. So that's the Stormtroopers. There, we all really like the Stormtroopers. Well, I'll have to I'll have to see them in real life myself to to think about. I, I, I you can just feel the kind of quality, but I just looking at it, and it's going to be quite. Now, is are they weight? Are they light? The stormtroopers? How? No, they're fairly heavy. Fairly heavy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, heavy being the appropriate word here. The next thing we have coming up is a heavy one, heavy as in heavy metal, and uh, I think uh, as we all have this one, I think you should take this one away, Jeff. And we oh, yeah? are all about the Hot Toys Robot Cup. Robot Cup. Ah, okay. Robot-cup. I was just trying to get the remote control to work on mine, but it has this thing whereby you have to kind of, uh, I have to, every now and then, if you leave it off for, for long enough, it just doesn't come on again. But there we go, I think that was a nice opener. If it would have worked on cue, it would have been even better. But, um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm loving this figure. Like most geeks, you know, Robocop does hold a special place in my heart. And um, I loved the original film when it came out back in the 80s when I was still at college, and uh, it's a great figure. Um, and you know we had we had a really good figure back in the early days of uh, of Hot Toys, and you know back then it was it was it was 
you know, it was it was an amazing standout figure considering the the quality of one six that we were getting at the time, which was good, but it was all of a sudden a lot better. But they, you know, this this is another case of just showing that absolute quantum leap in uh, in, in detailing and quality, uh, and the fact that parts of it are diecast, you know, does help if you like that kind of thing. Personally, I must admit the whole diecast thing it doesn't really get to me quite as much as some people. I'm, I would have been just as happy if this was plastic, but it does just have that that feeling of weight and a, and a, and a bit more quality. Um, but obviously, there were two combinations you could get here. You could go just for the, the classic character on his own, or you could uh, you could go for the full rig with the uh, with the sit uh, with the chair that he kind of sits in and gets recharged from and and reprogrammed. And I've got that one in front of me. So the chair the... is sorry. No, sorry, you've got the chair. I don't have the chair. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah no, I've the... got the yeah, you I've got the chair, chair in front of me. And it, it's a nice addition, you know. I think if you're a diehard Robocop fan, then it's it's really nice to have because you know it's just another display. And let's face it, we know now there's also a, a battle damage version of, uh, of Robocop coming out oh, as well. That I'm getting. That I'm yeah, getting. Which has a lovely uh, portrait of, uh, of uh, Peter Weller with the uh, with the kind of with, with the face exposed, etc. So that's a that's a you know again, Robocop fans must just be rejoicing at the moment because oh, yes. uh, we had yes, we the 209 uh, late last year. Um, and now we've got this to uh, to kind of like back it up. Um, so yeah, I mean, as, as a figure, the articulation uh, going back to the figure, I think is 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 pretty good. Again, you know, he's Robocop, so you watch him in the film and he lumbers around a lot. He's not a he's not a real action man anyway. But I think the real standout moments of articulation here, the things that have really kind of changed it, are that obviously to sit in the chair, it's very difficult for someone of this kind of build and the way he's, he's constructed. So they have these kind of pop-out uh, hips, a bit like they've used on the, on the Iron Man at, at times. Uh, and likewise on the shoulders, they've got these pop-out kind of joints yeah, yeah. so that you can pull them out further and you can just you can, you can get a higher gun pose but the one that's really important here obviously with the pop out hips is for getting it into the chair so with a little bit of kind of futzing and playing around you kind of pull the hips out pop them out get them into the position then just kind of like play around with it and you'll, you'll get them into a pretty convincing uh, convincing kind of like seated position um, he comes with a couple of uh, different hands. He comes with two poseable hands, like the Iron Man, uh, and two fists, uh, and also a, a, another hand which has the spike, the, um, the, the the kind of blade spike sticking out from it. Um, and like Mike was saying earlier about the um, the poseable hands, they're you know obviously they first kind of hit us with Iron Man, and they are really cool. I do love the poseable hands, but as Mike was sort of saying earlier as well, sometimes when you do need it to be a really nice gun grip or, you know, a particular set pose, you will fiddle a while with these to get, you know, anything approximating a really decent grip, um, which is a bit frustrating. I think uh, I think an extra gun grip hand would have been a, a nice addition here. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, he comes with... Um, with Two guns. Did the um, did the regular one come with two guns as well? Yeah, yeah, I do not see the point of the two guns. No, it's like, so, could you not have just made a plastic one that fit in the in, in the leg? You may give us a steel one. Yeah, he yeah. can hold it with those fingers anyway. It makes no sense to have a steel gun. Yeah, it I mean, no it's, sense. It, no, I mean, again, apparently it sits better and it, you know it's a slightly different uh, design. Again, I've got them sitting in front of me, and for some reason they've also got a slightly different paint job. Uh, the plastic one's got a little bit more detailing on the on the kind of silver uh, of it. They both uh, they both have removable. Um, sorry, I mean the plastic one has a removable uh, clip. I yep. think the metal one's just set in there. 
Um, it's a solid, solid piece to metal. It doesn't that's right, the, yeah. the, the thing that slides back and forth either. No, that's right. There's no kind of cocking mechanism. Um, but again, the uh, the way the, the leg opens up is is nicely engineered. But funnily enough, I, I, I don't have my my original one to hand. It was uh, it's, it's kind of in storage at the moment. But I remember that being really nice as well. I mean, I'm just trying to open it up now on, on, on the new one. It's a tough um, one. It <laughs> is. Yeah, kind of yeah, like it's, it, it is tricky to get that open. Yeah, especially because the knee mechanism, you have to kind of like tilt the knee slightly to get the front part of the thigh to pull forward and then the other part kind of pulls out and then obviously the, the holster kind of uh, comes out. I seem to remember on the first one there was a really neat little bit of mechanism where as you kind of pulled it open, the, the holster automatically pulled, pushed itself out. Am I right in remembering that? I do believe you're right, yeah. Yeah, I think there was some really cool little bit of just engineering where as, as you opened it, it literally pushed the, uh, pushed the, the gun holster out. Um, but, you know, again... I'm 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 a fan of the film. I'm probably not the biggest diehard fan, so I can't remember the exact mechanism of how this thing opened on screen. So I'm pretty sure that hot toys being what they are today, this is probably a more accurate representation of how it would have looked. But um, it is nice that you can uh, actually store the gun in the leg. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. I think any detail like that. It's like back in the days when I used to collect a few of the old military figures. Um, it's it's the hidden details that kind of really do it for you if you're a geek. And it's kind of like you know if uh, even though uh, you know some you know U.S. Marine or somebody from the 101st Airborne, you couldn't see all the stuff in the pouches. You knew it was there. You know, you yeah. knew all those little kind of like pen knives and compasses and grenades and kind of trenching tools. They were all kind of in there. They're all included. And it's just well, that I always. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I always th think that that also goes to speak to how much whoever the product manager is, how much yeah. they happen to love that license. Exactly. You can always yeah. tell when somebody really is, an, is, a, is personally a major nerd for some license that they're working with because you get that kind of level of detail. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it really should. The, the love in this figure is, is, is through the roof. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm what you call a diehard RoboCop fan. I'm one of those yeah. kids that used to record. A, I'll probably I'm probably duplicating myself now because I did a Robo uh, review of the Enterbay RoboCop relatively recently as well, a few episodes back. So I have the luxury now of of, of thinking. Now I have the Enterbay one, and I honestly thought that was all the RoboCop I needed because I was blown away by the Enterbay one. Absolutely rocked, flaws and all, as I said, warts and all. I love that Enterbay one, but I saw this RoboCop in hand, the, the Hot Toys one. I was like, oh. Damn, 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 damn. Then you just see the quality difference. It's just, it's it's tighter. I do think the Enterbase one is slightly more screen accurate, but this just feels, it's just tidier. It's 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 easier. I can rotate the head as I want. That's, you know, the, with the Enterbay one, I had to use the remote control every time I wanted to move the head. And I like the idea of just moving the head naturally. It's cleaner, it's nicer. Like I said, the, the the arms popping out really you can really get that gun up, really like the movie type of a way. You can really get that gun pointing at, at the at the camera in that super cool RoboCop way. Mm. And he's he's a little bit more silver than maybe I would like. Yeah, but... that was my one complaint was that the paint job wasn't. Yeah. It was it was very silver. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, it, it's greatly dependent on what environment you have him in. I have him here now, kind of in an environment, and he looks spot on. He looks like he's straight out of the movie. But in other scenes, then he looks so silver. So it, it's it's very dependent. But the more I have him, the more and more and more. It's like it 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 does it. It's awesome. I love this figure. The face plates you get with this guy are beautiful, because there's a few kind of like real kind of. Peter Weller type moments in there where his, his mouth is kind of half open. He's got quite a distinctive mouth, Peter Weller. So he was, he was a great choice yeah. for Robocop because he had that great 
detailed, highly detailed, sharp, crisp lower section to his, his face shape and lower mouth and stuff. And and the faces that you get with this are absolutely beautiful. I at the moment I've got the slightly half open one because that's just he's kind of I just love it's just he's we walk straight out of the movie. Um, I mean I like the articulated fingers on this. They look a little gappy if you got a light standing behind them, but if you put the gun into his hand in a real proper way and you really squeeze those knuckles together and you especially squeeze that thumb yeah. in, you can get a pretty tight pose uh, grip on there. You can get a pretty tight grip. Now, sure, you can knock those hands out, and yeah, they'll they'll on on open and, and they'll be thingy. But still, I'm I I quite like that. But I totally agree that this could have been made a little bit better by giving us a gun hand. And I will say that there's no point to that steel gun at all. I don't see any point to it at all. I don't understand why they just couldn't have made the little thingy inside that little millimeter a bit fatter to accommodate the plastic one and just have him reaching in and pulling out. Because you kind of want that. I like the idea of him reaching in and pulling it out. If I wanted to do that with a pose, I'd like him to reach into the hand and pull it out. With with the steel gun, you can't really... You can do that, but the, steel, the, you, the hands don't really grip the steel gun too well at all. And the steel gun just doesn't look as good, like we said. But, yeah, if um, they'd given you a gun grip, that would have taken care of that. Yeah, and, and, and exactly. This comes with a nice light-up base with the OCP logo on there. And also, as well, you get uh, the voice chips, which uh, Jeff will now kindly go through for. Go through them there, Jeffrey. Oh, I, I can. If it's going to work, I don't have to reset it. Here we go. We have... Yep. A classic. A nice one. The essential one. Yep. That's a nice one. What I, I what I find level. really interesting about those sound clips is the fact that I don't understand how Enterbay managed to get their sound clips without any background sound. Yeah. And that that I find perplexing because we had the same problem with the ED209. You could hear one of the women semi-screaming in the background, slightly yeah. muffled. And you can hear that these are taken directly from the movie. And I can't understand why we couldn't have engineered that sound chips better to remove the background sound. Yeah. And have it nice, clean, crisp. For, all right, the Interbay one only has three voice chips. Fine, but at least they're all super crisp and clean, and it sounds like he's saying it. With this, it does, because you can hear little crickety clicks in the background of the recording, it does kind of take you out of it a little bit. But you put this bad boy alongside ED209, and you are in 12-year-old, first time watching Robocop Heaven. <laughs> oh, it's awesome sauce. It's so good. And of course, oh, and you get the battle damage plate, the plates as well. You get the battle yeah, damage plate with the little eye popping through. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, which is sweet. That is just the coolest thing in the world. Uh, having the, the little pop-out eye and stuff like that. That's going to look yeah. so cool. I hope, I hope we'll be able to put that battle damaged eye uh, head sculpt onto the battle damaged Robocop that's being released later this year. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, I would have thought so, but who knows? It's, do you know what I mean? I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I would like to be able to do that and have him in full post ED two hundred nine. I'm going to about the yeah. hammer by the cops type pose. Yeah. You know that that would be really nice. But as as a seriously diehard RoboCop fan, if you were to ask me which RoboCop to get now, the Hot Toys one or the Enter Bay one, for I have to go with the Hot Toys one now. I on and I really? was for I was for ages arguing on the forums. No, this is better. 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 And I was convinced that the hot toy the interbay one was better looks wise i do think the interbay one's the little teeny as the edge on screen accuracy because it has the right color and the the proportions on the legs are a little bit 
better on the Interbay one. But this is tidy, it's clean, it's well engineered, you get better posing out of this guy, and it's it, it, it's just, it's, you're good with either of these, but I yeah. would probably go with the the Hot Toys one. And again, if you've got ED-209, oh, it is seriously like the coolest thing in the world. It's, it's one of those really cool ones, I can't take my eyes off it. It's just, you sit there and you stare and it's like, oh my god, I wish I'd had this when I was 12 years old, because I had those yeah. crappy Kenner figures. And oh my <laughs> god, you stuck the gun to the side of his leg, the gun didn't look remotely like the one in the thingy. ED-209 was this great brick of a thing. Uh, it's just, but you, you know, you made do. You made do. You made do. Did, didn't the didn't the old Kenner or um, whatever it was? Uh, didn't he also have like a little cap gun in his back? That's right. Yeah, he could fire. Yeah, so you could you could put a roll of caps into the back of him and like a little metal peg that you pull back and fire fire the caps as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yep. That, they were they were they were fun, but you know they were screen accurate was not a thing that Kenner did well back then. He was a very bindly little robot. So this thing just pops straight out of the movie. And I must say, I got this one from uh, from, our, from our sponsors. Now, both of our sponsors have this figure at the moment. Although, I do think Fanboy may have just sold out. So, do, but if you're in Europe, check with Sven. Sven in uh, space.de should still have a couple of Robocops left in stock. So, do check them out. Uh, but there you go. They're a Robocop. Absolutely awesome sauce figure. So, I shall, we shall uh, take a little commercial break. And we shall be back momentarily. Stay put. Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space, search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enterbay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small new manufacturers. A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations you can even get free shipping. For EU customers this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you are located anywhere in Europe, do go to space. www.space-figures.com Okay, we're back. So, let's get back on to more Action 1-6 reviews. And I believe we're going to discuss the Steed from Asmus. The Asmus Nazgul Steed. Is it the Steed or is it the Nazgul and the Steed? Are we going to talk uh, about I just have the Steed. I don't know about anybody else. I, don't okay, know. I, 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 don't I bought the Steed this, because so. I had the other Nazgul Lord from them earlier. Right. So okay. I didn't really need another Nazgul. Okay. So that, 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 well, give us a run Although on Although if I was a true true Lord of the Rings fan, I suppose I'd need eight more, right? Yeah, you probably <laughs> exactly, would. Just, yeah. just, just to be consistent. But yeah, the Steed, you know, I picked up the Steed with with real high hopes particularly because I want to also, you know, they're also doing the regular white horse and the regular black horse and a regular brown horse. That's right. Uh, and I thought, you know, grab one of them uh, white horses for Indy and grab a brown horse for uh, uh, Planet of the Apes. And, you know, there's a lot of potential for some characters that we've got in six scale and we don't have horses for. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I picked up the Nazgul one to, to partner with the earlier Nazgul Lord and, and, and see how they were doing. Um, and I got to admit, I'm pretty disappointed in it. It's 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 a good looking sculpt. Um, I do like the the work they did on the head. It has a, a flocked uh, body, which worked well. All um, right. They, they, it is a nice soft flocking. It looks good. Uh, I thought they did a nice job with the hair on the tail and the mane. Um, but they, you know, they went with this articulated body uh, where you've got joints at the top of the legs and at the uh, at what you would consider the, you know, the mid joint, the elbow, the the horse elbow there, mm-hmm. um, as well as at the feet, at the ankles, and it, the feet are very close together, um, which makes it very difficult to find any poses. Um, it, it's very hard to keep them standing. They tend to to wobble and fall over. It's yeah. you know, there's, it, it's just not. Uh, it doesn't feel like it has the same quality as what we've seen with some of the other Asmus releases. Um, so I'm hoping that we'll see that get better over time. But yeah, I was pretty I was pretty disappointed with Steed. It's quite difficult to articulate. You know, the articulation of a horse is so complex. I mean, I remember from, and I'm sure you have, Ivan, when you've ever had to illustrate or, or draw a horse. You know, the the anatomy of a horse is a very complex thing, and the way that it all yep. kind of works. Um, and I, I've got some of the old kind of you know uh, action man type horses and stuff. I picked up so many of them over the years at kind of car boot sales and stuff. Because every time I see a one six skull horse, they buy it. It's going to come in handy for something somewhere. And uh, so you kind of like, I've got, I've got like a box full, full of them. And some of them are in good condition, some of them aren't so much. But, but they're, they're good things to have. But I remember back in the day, now you might remember this, uh, Mike. Uh, I can't remember the name of the company that made them, but it was back in the kind of mid-70s. And I remember having it for one Christmas. They did like a Lone Ranger and Tonto. And you could get uh, silver. Gabriel did the Lone Ranger and Tonto that were in the smaller right. scale, the nine-inch figures. Yeah, yeah, they were about nine inches, and the horses yep. were beautifully articulated. Yep. They like everything moved on them. Uh, the and only they thing they lacked really well, exactly, exactly. And um, and the the only thing they lacked was from the hips any kind of outwards movement, any kind of sideways movement. But that said, they were well engineered enough that they stood well anyway. You know, you could have a trotting position, you could bring the fur, the front hoof up, you could even had a stance so you could get silver into that kind of high ho silver and away kind of pose. And they were beautifully designed, and even the neck moved forward, and the and, and the chin kind of moved up, um, and they were just really beautifully engineered. It's funny how here we are all all these years later, and I still remember back to those toys that I had, and sadly don't anymore, and kind of remember them thinking, well, if they could do it so well back then, why can't they? Why can't they get it right now? Yeah, and it just seems like you know they didn't they didn't really design the sculpt around having the articulated legs. There's just not mm. enough girth to the horse. You know, he's, it, again, you, it brings the feet very close together, uh, making it really hard to get good center of gravity when you're trying to get yeah. some reasonable poses. Uh, and it even seemed like a couple of the legs are shorter than a couple of the other ones. It, it just oh, really? didn't. It wasn't well designed. It wasn't well engineered. They just they missed the boat on this one, and it is disappointing because at the time when they first announced them, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, they'd be a lot better if I could." see those joints those joints are ugly blah 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 and i was saying well you know that's really great i want to be able to pose them i want to be able to do different kinds of you know running poses and yeah. uh, and then you know i get it and i think well i think you would have been a lot better off if you'd just gone with a you know sculpted feet yeah it's awkward because I mean I have to admit you know I'm a bit of a, an articulation junkie. You know, I think if you can throw articulation links, I'd rather have that, um, even if it is visible. I you know I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind the visible part. Yeah, exactly. But it's uh, but if it doesn't work, then you know it's a moot point anyway. I mean, I'm I'm cool with articulation as long as long as it doesn't kind of uh, interfere too much with the silhouette. It's it's things like that that I don't like. I mean I can see here on the Asmus thing now. There's a side picture here now, and and look at your devices, people, and yep. uh, you can see that the 
you know, it, do, it does upset the silhouette a little bit. So essentially what we're saying is this is not as good as like the Swift wind you got with Shira. No, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, you've got the you've got the Shearer Swiftwind mic, don't you? Yeah, I do, but I haven't opened it up. Ah, well, that's a good horse. Yeah, that's a I fine bet it is. Pony. It is not. It's actually the articulation that works, and it stands really well in many different places. <laughs> so. Well, this anyway. one reminded me of a not very good. You know, the articulation on this wasn't as good as what we used to see in the 1970s with the best of the West horses. Yeah. So that you know, I played with those a lot, and uh, and and that the flocking is great. And again, the sculpting is great. The, the saddle and everything was nice, but yeah, if you can't get him to stand, what's kind of the point? Yeah, that's kind of the point. Do you get do you get a little uh, do you get a little stand to kind of prop him up like that to keep him on a? You get a stand that's a if if you look in the photos, it's a weird stand. I'm not exactly sure what they were thinking you were going to do with it. Um, mm -hmm. I suppose you might find a way to use it up underneath. It's sort of a clamp stand. So I mean. How do you clamp it to a horse? I did it from the side on one of the legs, so you can kind of do it from the backside yeah. uh, on one of the legs. But it's a weird. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's well designed for the horse. Yeah. Right. Well, am I right in thinking the the eyes light up? Do they? No. Oh, they don't. All right. I thought. The oh eyes no! Were wait a minute. You're right. They do. Sorry. <laughs> oh, they do. Right. Yes, they do oh, light up, and you can see them through the the uh, the cloth. That's right. quite nice. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures there now. Now that you that, mentioned that, that, I remember that because I complain loudly about being able to uh, getting to the batteries is almost impossible. You have to take off all of that, uh, the leather up around his neck. You have to oh, untie all of that oh, really? if you ever have to change the batteries. Yeah, the compartment, oh. the battery compartment is buried. You can get to the switch easy enough, but the battery compartment's buried. That, that sounds almost as frustrating. I mean, I think the worst. Sorry, I'm changing the subject. The worst battery change I've ever had to be the Nostromo astronauts. Oh my god, oh, yeah. that, was just, that was just that was just like a trial by a. Uh, oh, it was horrible. What the Hot Toys one? Because I've got yeah, one. Yeah, the Hot Toys one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I if you have to battery on them. If you have to change the batteries out or take them out just for storage, it's not a pleasant experience. Oh god, do you guys take the batteries out of all your figures? No. Not all those. <laughs> I, I forget, man. I, I really forget. The yeah, no, I don't take them out. It's probably probably wise that we should, though. Yeah. It, we should, yeah, because I've heard a few horror stories of people have said that they've stored them, and uh, and because you know, I think the free batteries that come with a lot of the hot toy stuff aren't of the best quality, and they do tend to uh, erupt a little after a few years. Uh, yeah, they do, they do, they do. Well, while we're on Lord of the Rings, I may as well squeeze it in, and then we'll get onto Voldemort, onto Harry Potter's Voldemort. But while we're on Lord of the Rings, uh, there is the ACI Toys Aragorn figure, and none of you guys have that one yet, do you? No. Are you guys expecting oh. us at any stage or anything? Should we save it or? Yeah, I have the ACI. Huh? You have the ACI Aragorn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, and you there's beautiful, go. lovely artwork on the inside of the box. Yes, tell us about <laughs> the lovely artwork and the lovely packaging. That's full packaging here, Mike. Didn't not just the artwork; it's the whole thing, the whole thing. Well, I, but it's all. the one on the inside is really nice because it's signed and you oh, know yeah. it's got the artist's name in the bottom right corner. It's a nice, nice, nice rendition of Aragorn. I heard he's a right tool of a fella. I heard he's a right tool. <laughs> he's a right old black art. Now, in case anyone's wondering, I actually did do the packaging. I was very lucky to be asked by ACI to do packaging for them. And the one license they did get of like a movie license that they got, I'm starting. They're, they're getting more. There is more coming from ACI in terms of movie oh, licenses. Cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, there, there's a few. I've already been kind of given a briefing. Like, oh, yes, that one. Yes, please. But uh, I'm a huge <laughs> Lord of Rings fan, so getting this gig was really, really, really nice. So I did the packaging. And the, f the full box design and the internal illustration as well uh, of Aragorn. I used that standard kind of cool one that he had, which was not yeah. an easy thing to draw because in the movie, that the angle is a different thing. Was, anyway, I won't go into it, but this is a lovely figure. This is a really, really nice figure. Have you opened him yet, Mike? Uh, I opened him but have not yet reviewed him. 
Oh, okay. Well, would you like to maybe hold off fire? We'll do it next time, or will we just... Sure, that would work. Okay, well, we'll hold fire next time. We'll just talk about the box for now, because it's great, and I did it. <laughs> but the box is a work of art. Pat me on the head. Can I can I pick your brains from it though? Because obviously I know from a you know you're not going to be able to give anything away for future licenses, but just knowing their history of uh, you know working in kind of more fantasy realms and kind of historical, uh, can we expect it to go in that direction, or are we looking at possibly something more modern? I don't know. Uh, both. Both. All oh, right. Okay. Okay. Because I'm just interested because obviously I know what they've done in the past and uh, and they've they've done some more interesting kind of urban figures as well. You know, more sort of design vinyl stuff. Um, but I just wondered, you know, if, if, if they wanted to stay in that arena of kind of sword and sandals and epic fantasy type of stuff, or whether they were considering going off more into the kind of, uh, you know, different licenses, sci-fi or, fan, you know, that kind of stuff. I can, I can, I can, I can say that both. Both, okay. Well, that's cool, because that doesn't give anything away. It's just saying exactly what you need to. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's quite nice. It's nice being able to do little things like that, you know, and to be able to actually sit down and like, oh, cool box design and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on the, the, the Knight Templar at the moment from them as well. So that's, or the, the Knight Crusader. Not a, it's a Templar yeah. Crusader I'm doing at the moment for them. And, uh, yeah, so and, and there's more on the way as well. So it's, it's pretty cool. But we'll save the actual figure review of Aragorn for uh, the come one of the coming episodes when Mike gets him because we can have a bit more of an educated review on there. He's, he's, he's kind of a hard one to get, though. So, I mean, I don't know how relevant the review will be, but if people want him they will find him and they will probably have to pay a little bit over the odds to get him but uh, yeah. we will move on swiftly on to Voldemort then Harry Potter's Voldemort now I'm not really too familiar with this character I did see the last few minutes of the movie like over Christmas and stuff like that because you know they're nice Christmassy movies you leave them on the background I'm not a Harry Potter fan so I've got no real uh, connection with this character but as far as I can see it's a pretty good looking I know who that is that's a pretty good looking Voldemort he does have a bit of the fines you know there, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they, I think they did an excellent job with the head sculpt. You get two heads, you get the kind of, you know, uh, moderately pissed off look, and then you get the seriously pissed off look. Yeah. Um, the, the, in, in, I will admit that in the, in the head sculpt where he is, is sort of doing that screaming um, um, expression that he used on occasion in battle, <laughs> um, it does look a little horsey to me, right? It, yeah, it's you know how weird. a horse a horse will have the teeth kind of stick out a little bit further than the gums or the lips. Um, and that kind of looks at, to me, you know, it's kind of like he's got those big teeth sticking out a bit from the lips. So uh, it's not my favorite look. I like the regular head sculpt a little better, the, the kind of the slightly more standard expression. But he is a fantastic figure. I mean, you can get the, the amount of posability. I'm really liking the Star Ace body that they're using. It, the neck is a little better here than it was with Steve McQueen. I complained there that it was a little difficult to get much tilt or uh, lean action out of the neck. It's a little better here with Voldemort. Um, and the rest of the body is super tight. Because he's not wearing shoes, you get the full range of movement in the ankles. Um, and uh, they've even included this extension to the cape so that it's sort of like, you know, there's a few scenes where his cape... In a very Todd McFarlane way, sort of has that life to it, you know, sort Sweet. of like a spawn cape, and yeah. he kind of shoots out with you know extensions on the cape. So they, they include this material that you can run through the cape itself, and there's a couple of magnets in the back of the body, uh, and some metal in the cape that 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 will then attach it in back, and you can pose it quite well. There's, there's wires that run through that extension, and you can pose it quite well, surprisingly. So the magnets could be a little tighter, could be a little stronger, but you know it's, you can you can get it to work pretty well. Um, hands all swap easily. You get a nice assortment. You get the nice the the wand looks good. Um, you get two wands. You get his standard wand, and then you get you know Dumbledore's wand as well. 
but yeah, yeah, excellent figure. I was really happy with him. Did you get a chance to play around with one, Jeff? No, no. I, I, I said so the only Harry Potter figures I've got are um, some really old ones that came out when the film came out, and they were kind of one six, but much more kind of Barbie like. I got the Medicom um, uh, Harry. I wish I'd got the Medicom um, uh, Snape as well, because he looked really cool. But yeah, I'm the sure Medicom Harry is pretty weak. I have him too. It is, yeah. He's yeah. pretty god awful. I mean, uh, I picked. They him, did I do a nice job so on cheap, Snape. Yeah. I mean, I picked Harry up really cheap, basically for my for my eldest daughter because she's a huge Harry Potter fan. So, um, I mean, I, you know, I'd love to have got the Star Race stuff. I'm I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I like it, but I'm not you know really into it. Um, but if if it if it had been just a little cheaper, I might have considered picking it up for for Willow. But um. As is, I've just kind of like left it. But well, fortunately, those these these are below you know hot toys prices. So they talking, are, yeah. I think yeah. Snape is around one eighty, wasn't he? Mm, mm. Something like that. Something maybe. in that kind of like in that sub two hundred range. And now we've got Sirius Black, who should be shipping here very soon. Uh, yeah. Will be the next figure, and they've also announced Hermione. So there was there was another kind of uh, you know I'm going to say bootleg. I don't know who the name of who the company were, but I remember about a year ago, maybe eighteen months ago, somebody did a, a bootleg um, um, of Voldemort, uh, and it came with two head sculpts, and it came with some hand selections and a wand. Um, and I think the cloak, but you didn't get a body, so it was basically one of those kind of deals. Um, but I, I remember at the time just thinking, God, that was a really good deal. It was only about sort of sixty, seventy dollars or whatever. Um, and I considered buying that again for Willow at the time, but then I thought, well, it's you know, it's it's, it's another bootleg, and you're kind of you're helping prop up an industry that shouldn't really be doing this stuff. So I didn't bother in the end. But that that looked really impressive as well. So yeah, I think it's one of those sculpts where I think you know, really, uh, any kind of sculptor worthy sort. It's one of those sculpts you should be able to kind of like approach because it's a, it's an actor, but it's and you know that it's Ray Fiennes under there. But at the same time, it's important that you get the kind of uh, the look of the character across. And I mm -hmm. think he he's got that kind of look where I would have thought a lot of good sculptors should be able to get that without it being too much of a press on their. Uh, yeah, so far the one that's really impressing me from you know the early photos is Sirius. Yeah. Um, He's really an impressive-looking figure, so we'll see how he comes out. I really like the texture on this guy's face. I, 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 it looks—he's very—he's very photoreal. It's like I look at that face sculpt and I'm just like, hmm, "That's a really good face sculpt." I mean, uh, you, you want to get into it a micro, my, 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 a micro, uh, magnifying glass, and maybe look at the eyes and just compare. But I mean, I—I'd I'd be fooled to that head sculpt. That was a hot toy head sculpt, not the screamy one. The screamy yeah, the one. screamy one, the teeth are a little wacky, but uh, but yeah, in, as far as the skin texture and the coloration, it, because he's also got the real fine veining. Yeah, that's what I'm particularly looking at there on the side. You have to see it in just the right light, but he's got that real fine blue veining in his head, and it, it is really hard to pull off. Yeah, that's 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 it is, yeah, that, yeah, that kind of subtle kind of like picking out of veins is it's something that you know it, it can go very wrong if you're heavy-handed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to, to get it right is really nice. It looks like it's printed on that stuff, though the kind of veiny stuff there. I think some of the stuff there's like print. I think they are printed onto like they did with the like Avatar Jake Sully for instance. They are, seems to be able to print stuff now onto the figures. And I would those yeah. looking at look at the pictures there on um, again. Look at your devices, folks. I didn't put these on for the good in my heart. For uh, for 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 I put it on for your good, not for my own. You know, yeah. it takes ages to put those flipping pictures up. But if you look at your device, you can see the the lovely veins in in the head. And, uh, and I really like that. It's, it's it's a nice. I've got no affinity for the figure whatsoever, but it's it's a handsome looking figure. You get the nice little firework thingy with him as well. The the, the kind of yep nice... yep. You get the hot hands. Yeah, that's that's nice. See, stuff Which, like that's you know, nice. I can't. It, you've you've seen you you've watched Dark Lord Funk, right? I can't I can't even hear that song anymore without thinking Dark Lord Funk video. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. You guys are just, ugh, you're so out of it. Oh, are we dodging a bullet there? <laughs> we are? Okay. 
Alright, well that's, that's, there you go, that's uh, Star Ace's Voldemort there. So, we will slightly deviate now from 1 sixth. Uh, we will go on, because I know Mike is chomping at the bit to, to talk about these. These are the one twelfth Dark Knight Returns Batman figures. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. From yeah. Mezco. I, and I, and I want to bring these up, because, alright, they're not sixth scale, but these these are an interesting foray that Mezco is making into the, and, and the line is called one twelfth. So it's, uh, you know, the word one spelled out with a colon and then the number 12, collection. Yep. Um, and what they're trying to do here is, uh, for you know, we've seen a lot of companies go with that nostalgic route, sort of with the 8-inch figure, a lot of nostalgic Mego type, you know, cloth. But they And they've improved some of the articulation, but they still really are trying to go for a Mego look. That is not what Mezco is trying to do here. These are in a, there's a technically a 6-inch scale. Um, they're, they're kind of cheating a little on that because Batman comes in at about, about almost seven inches tall. Uh, but the, the idea here is to bring to that scale what Hot Toys and Enerbay and other companies have brought to the one six scale. Yeah. The kind of quality and the kind of um, high-end feel to those these figures. And they started with, the, you know, they announced these... Uh, last year at Comic-Con and they showed off Batman and they have a whole bunch of licenses that they theoretically could go down with this format. Uh, the the Batman is the, of course, Dark Knight Returns version. Um, and as far as scale goes, if you have the one that Mattel did in the DCU uh, line that was used, the He-Man body, yep. um, that's a v almost identical in size. So mm -hmm. it's almost that same size. All right. Okay, cool. Um, the... You know they've gone with a that a microfiber, you know, micro material costume that's really super thin but super high quality. Uh, so you actually have you know the, the cape, which is a very thin flowing cape. You have the suit and then you have his little undies. So you actually have more than one layer, and yet it looks really good in this scale. There is uh, the paint and sculpt are amazing. They're really outstanding work. Um, the, the the this is a new body of course that they've developed for this scale and uh, the posability is exceptional they've really done a nice job it comes with a stand so you can get sort of the jumping poses but the stand has sort of an octopus uh, set of arms that stick out the back uh, right. that have little clips on the end that you can attach to the cape so then you can spread the cape out without oh, need of having yeah. wires or any of that sort of thing That's and it's cool. really it really cool it comes with a ton of hands they did three versions of the of the batman they did one version which was their standard release he's a black and gray costume he has the big black uh, large bat symbol on his chest uh, there's two heads that are included with each one so there's one that's sort of the standard pissed off look and then one that's a grimacing uh, look um, so that's sort of the standard you know black and gray version uh, the second one they came out with was a previews you know px exclusive uh, it has a gray costume again but it's much lighter blue and then they went with the yellow oval with the black black symbol in it mm -hmm. um, they swapped up the accessories a little bit they the the standard release comes with the holster on his leg um, so you have a swappable lower leg with the holster on it and the handgun. Um, the previous exclusive does not have that, but it has a belt for his thigh, the yellow belt for his thigh with the pouches, as well as a rifle. Um, and then there's a third version, which was a Mezco Direct exclusive, that was the the, the large black bat symbol, symbol again, yeah. but this time in a darker blue uh, <laughs> cowl and cape. 
And it sort of combined the accessories of the other two. It has the gun and the boot, but it also has the rifle and the belt. So, cool. <laughs> so it's three exclusives. They kind of combined them all. They've pretty much sold out everywhere at this point. They just they blew through them. They were uh, around sixty-five bucks um, for the figures. Is that how much? But, they are? I was about to ask that. Six, so yeah, sixty-five, 65. Bucks. So I guess that would be what over here, Mike, then or Jeff. Uh, that'd be like I guess it's be fifty quid. 40, 50 quid. Yeah. The trouble is, to be honest though, Eamon, it doesn't translate the way it should. Yeah. But you'll probably find it 65 quid. Yeah, it'll probably be 65 quid one. Yeah, that's the same. Because it's like tw- yeah. sometimes 20 buck figures are 20 pounds over here. Exactly. But exactly. everything about this figure, you can tell it's going <coughs> for that higher end look and feel. Like even the box. The box has an exterior slip cover that's a clear plastic. And they printed the, you know, the standard cover from Dark Knight Returns with, you know, the black Batman silhouette in front of yeah. the lightning bolt. So they printed the black Batman silhouette on the outer slip cover with the lightning bolt on the actual box itself so there's depth to the the package the way it looks in the package um the it's all collector friendly of course you can take everything out and put it all back in again without having to damage anything uh and and the figure just has that sturdy you know it's really a sturdy well-made figure it's a lot of fun to pose you can it's just a great figure i'm really pleased with it i'm really happy with where they're going now can they continue this you know uh clearly the first release here has been successful they're doing Judge Dredd as their second character. Oh, just really? about to actually oh, say cool. that Judge Dredd would be perfect in this style. Yeah, so they've already announced two versions of that. There's a previews exclusive and then the regular release, and you can pre-order those now. It should be shipping before Comic-Con. Um, and then they've talked about a whole bunch of licenses. They have Star Trek. Oh. Uh, you could do that really well on this scale because, again, you know the costumes aren't super layered. Oh, I'd love, uh, I'd love some Star Trek. Universal Monsters, they've talked about. They, they've got a ton of licenses. Yeah. Uh, now, where they'll go with it, they're still keeping kind of hush-hush. But I, they're clearly going to go somewhere with it because these, this first Dark Knight Batman did so well. He has, he yeah. has blown out of there. And I, th- I think beyond their expectation. Well, I must admit that you just... I, 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 didn't, I wasn't aware they were doing Dread, and that has just given me a bit of a geekism. So uh, that, that would be one that I... You know, well, and, pretty- and I've bought... I, I ordered the Dread from them, and I've also ordered because uh, 3A is doing Dread in no, the six-inch scale, right? Is but that, is that doing, actually happening now? Yeah, well, they're only really, they've only announced Judge Death. Right. Oh yeah. So right. so I ordered the death from them and the dread the dread from Mezco, yeah. and I'll, we'll see how the two styles sort of marry up. But at least the scale will be similar. And of course, the other thing that's quite interesting it was only recently released that Frank Miller is doing a Dark Knight three, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing a third series. Yeah, yeah, so another, that's another good merchandising opportunity there. Um, I mean, you, you have sold this pretty well to me, Mike. I have to say, I wasn't blown away by this when I saw it. I was like, it looks a little deformed, it's a bit thingy, but I'm also aware that this is based specifically on a very chunky the Frank Miller style. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's the yeah, Frank yeah. Miller style Batman. Aged. You know, I, I'll have to see what the dread looks like. I think I've seen a dread, and again, I wasn't particularly blown. Only because it's just, at this size, I, I look at that stitching, and I just see big stitching on a small item, and that kind of slightly throwing me a little bit. But... I think this is something that maybe could maybe be refined over time. I don't know because I mean now we see we see Hot Toys can get some crazy tiny stitching in there. We think we got the well. You don't notice the stitching in person. You're looking at macro for you know photos and um, yeah. I I I haven't noticed it really at all in person when you're actually holding the figure in your hands. Right. I'd, I'd like to see one in, in in hand actually before before I cast a pin. I'm curious to see where this kind of thing can go because it, it 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 there does appear to be a demand out there for high end figures, but people don't want to be spending over 200 quid for them, you know what I mean? 
And mm-hmm. it, and it's it's nice that we there are opportunities now for people to still get something that's nice and high end that comes in a nice case because it, it it does make a difference when you get something like that in a beautiful packaging case like that it it does make it feel a bit special. It's like you know you've got something that's nice. It's not just something you just picked up off the rack. This is a nice special gift that you have or a nice item that you have. So I'm I'm, I'm all for that. The paint job on the belt looks really good and things. I can see the de- I can see that it's tight. You know I can see everything is tight. So so like. On those forearms there already has no so you pop off the hand, would that glove then kind of come off then? The, you can take the gauntlet off, yeah. Take the gauntlet off. So pretty much just, right, okay. I like pretty much like you'd imagine then. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm be very curious to see where they can go with this. I think, I think, I think the possibilities are quite interesting where, where they can take this. Well, I think it's really cool that, you know, somebody's taking the effort to make something with this much love and attention to detail, this much articulation. They obviously love what they're doing. We know Mesco do that anyway. But it's kind of like you, you're opening a whole arena to people who are just feeling so priced out of the whole Hot Toys mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. and it's that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like all of a sudden you can get some really cool comic book representations of characters that you love. And, and they're great. You know, they look really cool. They're really well articulated. They've got some nice accessories. And, uh, and it just opens up a whole new collecting kind of area of people. And it's funny how once this happens... Other people sit up and take notice and think, "Well, hang on, perhaps we should be working on that scale. Perhaps we should be doing some stuff." Because uh, it's it's funny how quickly uh, you know the the, the 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 way people buy and the way people collect can change very quickly if uh, if something new comes along that people are excited by. Yeah, um, I will hopefully see what one looks like in hands. I do like the hands you get with all the little batterings in his in his fingers. Yeah, yeah, that was cute. And those batterings are are uh, very sharp, very st- stiff. Nice, very nice. Very nice. So yeah, it, it's really nice. I am very interested to see where they go with it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of potential with it. I'm also very interested to see what happens when they try to do more layers. Yeah, let's say somebody in a suit, or you know, they've got to get creative on how they're going to do that. And uh, but but you know, there are fabrics now that we didn't have before. You know that 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 are when you're spending that much money that are available to them to use that aren't available if you're trying to do a twenty dollar action figure. Yeah. I'm just thinking, whilst we've gone off topic, you know, scale-wise quickly, I mean, there, there was one other thing I couldn't mention, I don't know if, it, if it's worth doing now, was that Blitzwave done the extra, the, the new Bruce Lee statue as well. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. No. No? Is that the third I mean, scale one? Yeah, it's the one third scale one. I mean, should, should I save that for another time? I mean, I just thought yeah, it was really because I'd like gone to cover that actually, because they, they got the Marilyn Monroe as well on there. And yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They're, that they're quite nice. So, cool. I mean, have you have you got that in hand, Jeff? I do. Yeah, I have the statue. In fact, all the, I'm I'm writing it up at the moment, and I'll be uh, whistling that off to uh, to Michael soon. Okay. Well, but, um, we'll, well maybe we'll give, give us a little give us a little quick quick preview then of the Blitzway. What, okay. is, what scale well, no, is mean, it again? It's one third scale. So this thing is a behemoth. I mean, it's bloody huge and it weighs a ton. Um, when the box arrives, I mean, like the last one, I got the uh, the Game of Death one, and, uh, and and now obviously we've got this one, the End of the Dragon, and the box is is mahusive. I and it's like you've had like you know a new TV delivered or whatever. But um, the thing that's really interesting on the new one is that unlike the first one, which had obviously the yellow jumpsuit, so you only had the head and the hands really on show. This one's got the whole upper torso on show. So they kind of very, kind of very cleverly kind of hidden the jawline where they've where they've met the face to the to the rest of the body, um, but the the skin tone is is beautifully done. I mean, I have to admit when I first very first saw the the, the promo pics, I don't think the paint job on the upper body is as hot as it looked on those promo pics, but it's still bloody good. I mean, when you compare it to you know a lot of other companies that are making statues at larger scales. Um, 
sometimes the paint is a little bit less than uh, less than you'd hope for. But the the, the paintwork on the face uh, is absolutely outstanding. It's up there with kind of like the, the best work Blitzwork done, and certainly the sort of stuff that Enterbay and, and Hot Toys do at this scale. Um, the 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 only thing that it, that looks a bit little weird, and it's 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 the same really as when uh, um, uh, Enterbay did um, the. Um, the, the, the one quarter scale is that because the the, the 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 claw marks from hands blade are so kind of precise they do look kind of nowadays a little bit cartoonish but that's because obviously when it was made in the 70s that was just mm -hmm. the way they yeah. represented so they've tried to be accurate to the source material rather than trying to make them look ultra realistic mm. so that kind of it works well i think it works well but it's kind of you know it, it could have been a little bit more realistic if they'd have kind of like gone for that kind of feel rather than just being source material now do me a favor, Jeff. Is the, is the box readily available to you? Is it there beside you or anything? It's not readily available to me, oh, no. Because okay. I'm curious to see who did the head sculpt on that, because I looked at who did the head sculpt on the Marilyn Monroe. Oh, this this is uh, this is um, by um, oh god, his name's gone out of my head now, and he's he's the absolute classic guy that always does these things. Um, uh, his name's gone out of my head. That was Yuli who, did, who did the Marilyn no. Monroe. Uh, no, it's it's a it's a new it's it's somebody is a YJ Park I think might have done Marilyn I'm not sure didn't he swear for it, but I'm not sure again I will have to check that. Just friends um, on Facebook. But no, this this one is Arnie Kim of course that's why it's, it's just gone out of my head there senior yeah. moment. But Arnie Kim uh, did did this uh, did this sculpt as he did the last one. And it seems like, I mean, he's, he seems to be the go-to guy with friending Bruce Lee. I mean, it seems like the license follows him more than it follows yeah, a company. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's uh, what I was asking. I, I find it's quite interesting what's happening yeah. in the dynamic of, I of, think, of I think he has quite good connections with the estate, and I think he knows Bruce Lee's ex-wife and daughter right, and stuff. And okay, so, so I think he's kind of well in there. So it tends to be the, uh, where he goes, the, uh, the, the license goes. But no, as I say, just, just as a quick recap, I'd say, you know, if you want an impressive statue, I, for me, the Game of Death one is still probably got the edge because it's just such the iconic outfit yeah. but I know Enter the Dragon is a lot of people's favourite Bruce Lee film so from that perspective this is a brilliant you know it's a brilliant representation and they, they've, they've really done the skin tones well and even like they did with Enterprise as well but Blitzway have done it I think even better here they've, you know, they've got drip uh, sort of little kind of ridges of sweat little drips of sweat all over the body and it kind of like again that kind of picks out really nicely and uh, yeah I can't I can't fault you I think it's a, you know the, the sculpt is perfect the paintwork is outstanding on the face and good on the rest of the body um, and it's a nice pose and it's a very imposing piece it's got this huge base and it's very heavy so uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool right, well, we'll, we'll have to, I'll have to grab a couple of pictures of that uh, yeah I'll send you some over yeah please send me over some SV so we can put them on, on my, our little device for people to see what we're talking about okay so swiftly moving on let's, we're, we're up against the clock here a little bit let's squeeze in so uh, Hot Toys Gamora we, we, could we do it we, We'd, we, we'll, we'll give a Star Lord a quick shout out. He's nice. He's lovely. You agree, Mike? Is he nice? He's yep. lovely, Star Lord. Nice figure. Yeah, I, I don't have any of the Guardians figures yet. But, I prefer, um, I prefer the helmeted head to the Chris Pratt head. I thought the Chris Pratt head's a little, I don't know, maybe boring or it's not quite. But but you know, you want Star Lord in the mask anyway. Yeah, you do. And the and the eyes light up red is great. Yep. It's 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 a really nice figure. Uh, if yeah, great I'm, costume. I'm, Great costume. I, I love the layers on the outfit, the, the, the way it's got relief on the leather jacket. I love all that stuff. He's got the, the little jets on his boots. The he's damage to the jacket the, yeah. the, is, is, is well done. Yep. Uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's a very handsome figure. He's, he's different on your shelf as well, which are quite nice as mm -hmm. well. And, uh, he, and I, I mean, I got the exclusive version. My girlfriend got him for me for Christmas. I was lucky to get him for Christmas. And uh, I got the orb with my one. Now, I thought that was really a broader 
pitiful little extra to be having for the exclusive because it is the mm. tiniest little piece of plastic. And yet it doesn't come with a regular figure and yet the whole movie's about the orb and no other, as right. far as I it can see, weird. none of the other Guardians figures come with the orb. So I'm a oh, bit... I don't know. Which, 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 I, as far as I'm aware, I don't think any other ones come, come with the orb. So I'm a bit like missed yeah. as to why the orb isn't included with the regular ones. But uh, the, the orb is nice. He comes, you get a satchel. You can put a satchel in the bag. He comes, with his, uh, his, he comes with a set of handcuffs as well. What I would have liked would have been an optional shorter leather jacket to come with, go with him. That would have been cool, yeah. I've seen a lot of people cutting it down and uh, doing, uh, oh, really? doing kind of their own versions of it, yeah. But it's kind of like, it seems quite, you know... Because, because they've actually, on the inside, uh, Jeff, they, you, they've actually tailored what looks like a shorter jacket on the inside. It's, there's like yeah. a layer on the inside. It's, it's a nicely layered jacket. They've got little layers everywhere in it. But uh, there's, there's like a little layer that does it like it's the internal short jacket. So I just think they would have gone down there. The Chris Pratt head sculpt is nice from the front, but it's a weird thing. It's the same problem I had with the side profile on um, Black Widow. Well, oh, yeah. sculpting these heads doesn't like craniums much because if you look at the side of uh, Chris Pratt's head sculpt, you can see that he's got, actually got a very small cranium. And I know Chris Pratt had a bigger cranium than that. I'm a big sucker for cranium. I like a good cranium, me. I'm all about the cranium. <laughs> so if you, if, if, you, if you look at Chris Pratt from the side, his head, the back of his head, just, it's a little bit too small for me. And it was the same thing I had with Black Widow as well. She was all face and not much, by the way, a skull. I like a good skull, right. man. Good skull's important. <laughs> right, Gamora. No, I know you're dying to talk about this one, Mike, because you've got a few issues. Well, I'm not dying. I'm, I, you know, I'm moderately ill, but not dying. The, uh, <laughs> not the, moderately ill. You know, I'm not. I'm not super thrilled with Gamora, largely because for two reasons. Number one, okay. we get back to this two hundred dollars for not Jack, right? You're getting a handful of hands. You're getting the sword in a in a in the un in the open and the folded up sort of fashion, so she can put it on her belt. Yep. Uh, and you're getting a stand. That is supposed to represent a, a ship grate, you know, mm -hmm. the flooring grate, and it's yep. not even a sculpted one, you know, it's just a printed. Yeah, it's the same uh, when you get what's uh, Star Lord. Yeah, so, but at least with Star Lord, you get a, a shitload of extras. Here, you're not getting much of it. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, you're getting some hands, and you're getting the, the weapon in two different states uh, for your two hundred bucks. Now. On the plus side, oh, and the other problem that she has is she can't stand for crap, right? She. Well, she, there is that. That is, I will completely agree with you on. If you if you're a stand person, if you like using the crotch stands, if you don't mind using them even for like a stand, you know, a simple you know standing pose, then you're fine. You won't care. But to me, it's not really a art well articulated figure if it won't stand on its own and practically at all. So that's a big problem for her. It's the, I love the costume. It's a great looking costume. They did a, an excellent job on the mesh. Um, I don't have a big problem with the rubber on the body. I do know that over time, you know, those elbows are probably going to have a problem, but out of the box, she looks great, yep. um, but that costume is highly restrictive. It really does make it very difficult for her to stand in practically any real, um, any sort of slightly dynamic pose. I do like the hair. The rooted hair, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, I think they're getting better and better with it. Um, you know, I think there are, again, this is sort of goes back to that, you know, some people are just always going to hate Sideshow no matter what Sideshow does. Somebody are going to always hate ha rooted hair no matter what it looks like. They're going to have an attitude that it's a doll, you know, yeah, and they don't well, collect dolls. But the reality is, is rooted hair is getting better and better. And I think Gamora is another step forward. It's thick. You know, it got it has product in it right out of the box. You yep. can use some more on it. You can you it's can style it. it. It looks really good. Now, um, 
and the face. It's, it's I, I do think it's it kind of falls into that mannequinish look to her. She's a little dead in the eyes, but it's a beautiful head sculpt. It's clearly her, and it's it's very pretty. She's 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 definitely a beautiful woman. Yep. Um, I just wish it had a little more life in the eyes. I agree with I agree with you on that one. But I mean, if if you do look at some of the photographs of her. Zoe Zeldana. She does have kind of a dead eye in somebody's in somebody's photographs. She does have a slight kind of thing. It's it's the heavy. She's got these quite heavy set eyebrows. You see there to kind of go over and it gives her that kind of kind of look. But I do see what you mean. It is it is it is. She's a little lifeless. But I'm just wondering, is that them just adhering strictly to? Uh, because I, I I don't know. They it, it's weird. They capture it sometimes and other times they don't. Right. I mean yeah. it's just and it's it's a subtle thing. Right, it's you know I think when you, if you look at Tonto, it's a great example because the picture of Johnny Depp on the box, and their head sculpt, if you hold them side by side, it's all in the eyes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the picture on the box looks like a real person because the eyes have some expression to them. They're slightly, you know, they're slightly closed. There's a life to them. You look at the one on, you know, the actual head sculpt you get, and it looks like a mannequin in a store. It's they're kind of this dead look to the eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I think that's what's happening with her. Now, other times we'll get, you know, like we talked earlier about Thor, which is, you know, an outstanding. That last version of Thor was an wow, outstanding yep. head sculpt. Those are very lifelike looking eyes. You know, you, yeah. there's, you could you could mistake that for a person. So, you know, it comes and goes. It does. It does. I, 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 on the plus sides on, on her as well, though, I do like the colors on her skin. I think it's it's very mm-hmm. you 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 feel the makeup of the movie on her there a little bit. I I, I really do like that. I I really like the rubber arms. I think it's a nice way of doing things. But the fact. It's it's kind of like it's kind of self-defeating in a certain way as well because it's like even in the instructions that yeah don't keep the elbow bent for too long because you it'll cause it to rub so you really can't have her bent in the elbows and she does get some nice poses in the elbows you yeah can't she really, does and she can hold them and she can hold them which is great because some of the other yeah. figures you just I mean I remember like uh, Marcus Wright you, you, his his right. hands would just bend back down again it wouldn't do yeah. a thing uh, this is nicely done the the the, the collar on them is beautiful. But the fact that you can't keep her bent in an elbow shape for long enough is kind of like, oh, cock. That's just, that's kind of annoying. However, I will yeah. say to people that put the arm straight up and you can have the blade straight out, and she looks pretty cool that way as well. Um, I will completely agree with you, Mike, that the biggest problem I have with her is the ankle articulation. I do like yeah. giving my girls a certain kind of cool hip stance. You know, I have here at the moment on a hip stance, and I've managed... You can kind of bend them a little bit. I can't help but feel that if you maybe dipped it in hot water, you may be able to bend that, articulate that leg a bit more. But it's cuts quite hard plastic. It's oh quite yeah. hard plastic. Mm-hmm. And but from I'm the thinking, knee down, it's pretty much solid. Yeah, from the knee down, it's pretty much solid. And just the fact that she has no, she's got these platform boots on, and there there is no give to them at all. I really liked one of the other figures where it, they meant they made a point of making very soft material around the ankles, and it could bend quite well. I think that was a Captain well, America, wasn't that the well, Winter Soldier yeah, Captain America? Yeah. Also with the Black Widow figures, I mean, the very first Black Widow, although she really lacked, you know, the face sculpting, so she was too bulky, she was too big, physically too big. Uh, they gave her some great boots, really soft kind of tailored boots, so you could really get some kind of like wide, you know, the legs could be kind of like in different dynamic poses, and you could always plant the feet firmly on the ground. And then the second one came along, which was so much more better in every respect apart from the fact that boots were solid and you couldn't get it to do anything so it's yeah. kind of like it was uh, 
It's, it's, it, I, I, on the female figures especially, it really bothers me because you do want yeah. your girls because you, you you can get a you can really make a bad pose in a female look really make the figure look really bad. Sometimes a pose well, can make and, or break. Well, and some figure. people you know they they don't mind using you know they're going to use the stands all the time anyway, and so they figure well what difference does it make? Uh, you know if I have to use a stand, I'm going to use the stand anyway. Yeah. But um, for me, you can't really claim it's a well articulated figure if the only way it stands is with a with a display stand. Absolutely, I completely agree with you there. It is it it, it is a major fault, problem for me. I I like I have I've got the day age of uh, or the days of future past Wolverine just literally a couple of days ago. I'm delighted with that figure, and he stands really well. You know what? Else? I don't like posing my because I don't I like seeing the silhouette of the figure. I don't like having a big pole in between their legs that upsets the silhouette of the figure. I like yeah, I don't like thing. stands either. I, I, oh, I, 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 it yeah. seems to defeat the purpose of having a figure that looks real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, all that all that pain to make something as accurate as the part, and then you stick it on the stand, and it does. For me personally, it destroys it as well. I never, I never use them, and just like have to. It does. It does. It does. I, I, I completely agree on that front. But overall, though, I, I, I really, I really do like her. I, I mean, her, she, she's nice. She's a nice, full-figured lass. You know, I, I like her. Her cleavage is very nice. To be fair, it's nice. You know, I'm not gonna hide away from that, and just the, the, just the, the little print apps and stuff let out on the jacket. You know, her jacket is this nice kind of leathery kind of thing. It's got little patterns and ruins kind of printed onto it, and it's got this side giveaway that's kind of overtly sexy. But you know, what can you do? It's Marvel, and uh, you know, it's got this nice kind of mesh over it, like you said earlier, Mike. It's it's, it's I think she's I think it's a lovely figure. Um, I, I agree with you that maybe she could have done with a little bit more twinkle in the eye. I, I kind of agree with you on that, but it's it's not something that really shelled at me the first thing. The first issue that I had was, oh, crikey, I really can't get her to do any cool dynamics. And because as a character, she does a lot of cool moves. You know, she flips around, she twirls her sword in cool ways, you know, she's got that kick-ass fight with Nebula. And you want yeah, Nebula she's a dynamic, dynamic character. Neb Nebula yeah. would be a cool figure actually to get. But, so there you go, Hot, toy, hot Toys Gamora. We're, we're all pretty happy with that. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages ship daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Right then, we're going to uh, we're going to introduce you to our new section now. Here's our new section. And now for some noteworthy classic figure recommendations. Right, so yeah, as our new section describes, we're going to now talk to you about an older figure that you might be able to pick up from either our sponsors or any of your local stores. So, my old figure of this particular episode is going to be Jake Sully Avatar. You can still get them in both of our sponsors. You can still get them in most other stores. Jake Sully Avatar, and it's it, it mystified me because I thought people loved Avatar, and just it made us it was a no-brainer. If you're a fan of the movie, of which there's a lot, loads of people would buy this Jake Sully figure. 
that's just it's it's I love the fact that all the little mushrooms and all the little lights uh you know glow up around him. I think the paint apps are, are beautiful on him, the, the all the little feathers that come from his hair, all his hair is plaited. I think it's a wonderful figure, and I'm just mystified that you can still readily get this. Well, I agree with you. I love the figure. I think it's a really nice figure. However, Avatar is kind of a standalone phenomenon, isn't it? That it was kind of like this massive film. It did incredible box office. You know, it broke all world box office. But at the same time, it never really took off as a collectible thing. It, um, and, and I've read, I've read people, you know, writing about this and stuff in the past. I mean, I can't remember, you know, a lot of it now. But I do remember that it's, it's been cited as one of these kind of like standalone phenomenons. Um, that that never really generated the kind of uh, the kind of geek fandom that they expected to. Yeah, there's a there's a hardcore geek fandom out there, you know, because the, 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 there is for anything. There's you know you can, any TV remote TV series from the 1970s, you'll find some website somewhere for it. But at the same time, it never really got the ground that they expected. Now, when the sequels come out, maybe that will change. I don't know, mm. but. Um, but it's a weird film. It is a weird film because I, I I enjoy it as a movie. I really do. But it it never really got under my skin. I just kind of think it's a great film. It's a great little film. It, it's very derivative. You know, you'll always hear the yeah, side bloody You know, it's Pocahontas, Fern Gully, whatever you want to throw at it. Dances with Wolves. It's all in there. Everything's been chucked at it. It's not an original movie, but at the same time, it's a good movie. It's a good little movie. It wouldn't yeah, have done the well, bloody numbers. Yeah. It wouldn't have done the numbers it did if it wasn't. But it just. I just don't think it ever got the, the traction. I don't think it ever really got under people's skins, particularly the the, the, the skins of the geeks, the people who want to spend their money because, on this stuff. Because it's it too derivative, precisely because it was too derivative. I don't know. And too mainstream, know, yeah. maybe. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. What about your figure, figure then, Jeff? What would your figure, old figure that you'd recommend folks could still potentially maybe try to get, or even just an old one that people can't get? Just worth something well, worth checking out. How old do we have to be here? Because um, the, the, I mean, I've got a figure behind me now. I mean, I, the, I tend to like circulate my stuff and put it into storage. There, there are a couple. I really still like the um, uh, the uh, the 3A Popbot. Pop bot robot. I mean, it's, it's one that I, just, I love robots in general. I just love any kind of like robots, and, and the fact that this has got this really cool kind of uh, uh, kind of weathered old paint look on it, and it's got this massive six shooter of a pistol, um, and and he looks a little bit like the Iron Giant as well. I've always loved the Iron Giant design, um, so he he's one that I, I just really love. I mean, uh, as far as picking him up, I, I don't know how easy he is to pick up these What's days. What's it called again? What, what, which one is this? Uh, Pop bot. It was, uh, it's the Ashley it, Wood stuff. It's the Ashley Wood stuff. It's from the Popbot universe, um, and I've got him standing next to this, uh, this 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 female character in like a white jumpsuit that, that came from the same series. Um, he's got like one hook for a hand on a metal chain, and he's got this massive six shooter. And he's uh, I reviewed it for Mike's like years ago, but he's he's just a perennial that's always on display because I just I just really love him and think cool. he looks really cool. Cool, cool, cool. Mike, what will be your older figure of the week? Of the month of the podcast. Uh, well, I'll give you. I give you. Yeah. You know, well, I can give you two. One that you can still pick up, and one that you can, probably is going to cost you an arm and a leg. Okay. So we'll start with the arm and a leg. Um, you know, everybody goes on about uh, Blade, right? Hey, Hot Toys Blade, yeah. amazing figure, blah blah blah. Yeah. And but they forget that at that same time there was another Marvel figure they did that is outstanding, as my opinion, and that's their Ghost Rider with the bike. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
that figure is just, uh, it's a gorgeous figure. They did a fantastic job with the light-up feature. The bike looks amazing. At the time, the price point was reasonable. Yeah. Uh, you know, it seemed, like, it seemed expensive then, but, you know, you look back on it, and you're pretty amazed that they were able to do it for that price. Yeah. Um, it, it, and it just is. It's an excellent example of one of their early Marvel figures that we're probably not going to see get made again. No. Unless, of course, somebody decides that they can really do a decent Ghost uh, Rider movie. Yeah. The thing that really harmed that was that, it, as you say, it was an outstanding figure. The bike was fantastic. They lit up, and, and the, the, the detailing on the way the skull lit up was absolutely sublime. It was lovely. But the film stank. <laughs> it was yeah. just like. Oh, I have a oh, yeah. soft spot for it. I, mean, but I know it's the, rubbish. Yeah, that's not the And yeah. on top of it, you just kind of skipped the Nick Cage sculpt. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, that was not something you really wanted. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, as a Ghost Rider figure, you know, a figure that is for that particular character, uh, yeah, you're probably not going to see much better. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Rider it is. I mean, I, I, now, I would have Ghost Rider. If I had, if I had the room and wanted to spare, I would have the Ghost Rider. I have a soft yeah, spot for that I movie. I know it's Blade, rubbish, yeah. but I have a soft spot for it. I've always been say, uh, upset that I didn't buy Blade. Jeff got one, and he reviewed yeah. it at the time, and I've I thought one. about it. I thought about it, and then I didn't get it. Yeah, I got Blade. Yeah, no, he he was. A, I think yeah. at the time, one the that you thing that really stood up. out with it was it was a good sculpt. It probably stands up reasonably well now. I haven't looked at him for a while, but it's kind of like it was all the accessories. It was the attention to detail. And yep. It was that kind of like they really kind of like pushed the boat out on all the all the all the different colored knives and, uh, and guns that he came with. What was your other one then, Mike? Well, I was going to say Roadblock. If you're a GI Joe fan, I oh, like yeah. Roadblock. I thought it was a well done figure. You could still get them really cheap. Um, you know, I know fanboys got him. Um, and he came with a nice set of accessories. I know some people complain about the head sculpt, but I think it's a decent version of uh, the Rock. Yeah. Um, good for kit bashing some other Rock characters if you want, especially as it gets cheaper on the on the market yeah. right now. Um, so yeah, that's one that's still around that I think is worth taking a second look at. Yeah, I believe so. Well, it, well if, I, if if I had to go for a second, I have to admit that one we we. Uh, we reviewed a, I think it came up a couple of months back, was the, I think it's Art Toys, the Dread figure. That, oh, yeah. that again, that again, because I love the movie and, you know, I think everybody's really peed off that it didn't do the business that we all hoped it would and it didn't kind of spawn a, a sequel. Although the, I know there's still talk on the internet of them outsourcing and all that. It's not happening stuff. next minute, it's not. So. Exactly. But again, just the, the quality on that thing is outstanding. I mean, it looks like a Hot Toys quality figure. It's just a really lovely representation of that character. If you're a Dread fan, which I am, and I know you are, you are Eamon, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like it was, it was great to get uh, somebody that actually finally did it. Although we know it wasn't. That was a bit dodgy for us even to be talking about it, but at the same time, I'm so glad somebody did it, and and and, and it's very affordable. It's, so. I, I don't know what it's like on the second mark, secondary market ever. When it came out, it was I'm not going to say dirt cheap, but compared to a lot of companies, it was it was pretty bloody cheap. Pretty, pretty good ones there. I think out of all those, there the hardest one to get out of all those figures. It was probably going to be the Ghost Rider. You can, you can pick up, you can pick up Roadblock from either of our sponsors easily. Uh, you won't get Blade. Good luck with Blade. <laughs> and uh, uh, you, you, you should still pick up the Heavy Armored Cop pretty easily as well from either. Yeah. Of our sp- don't know, I don't know if uh, Troy and Fanboy does does the does that one, but I know. I'm not sure whether either of our sponsors carry the heavy armor cup because it's not a, it's such a kind of a nondescript kind of a figure and you have to be obviously a bit careful. I don't know. Check their websites. 
listen to our adverts. There you go. So that's the end of our show, then, lads. We hope you enjoyed this nice... This, we went for an extra long one, because we've been away for, like, a little while, and we've all been busy with our lives and stuff, you know. So we've been, you know, we've been trying to get all these uh, reviews together in a nice, big, cohesive, nice, beefy episode, which has been over 130 minutes. That's pre- or, or, sorry, one hour, 30 minutes, 130 minutes. One hour, 30 minutes. But if there's anything you guys feel that we should be talking, you know, you can, you can email me, aimon at aimonart.com. You can reach Mike at mwctoys.com you can see all his reviews there as well if you just want to read reviews you can go to Mike's website as well and uh, you can also find Mike on uh, at Mike Crawford on Twitter and you can find myself Eamon underscore at Twitter you'll find me I'm easy to find so we hope you enjoyed our show and as with every high end action figure always handle yourself with care gentlemen if you'd like to bid our uh, lovely fans adieu have a good night yeah good night everybody good night everybody take care of yourself bye (laughs) 